Hello, and welcome to Full Circle Healthcare, brought to you by Medsphere. I'm James Kent. Today, we're going to focus on the logistics and supply chain side of healthcare and how the right supply chain software suite can make it easier and more efficient to manage supplies during emergency periods like the ongoing pandemic. Joining me for this discussion is Leonard Gutierrez, Project Manager at Healthline Solutions, part of Medsphere Systems Corporation. Leonard, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, James. Thank you. Leonard, a little over three years ago, January of 2019, Medsphere acquired Healthline Solutions. And this turned out to be, I'd say, a brilliant strategic move because Healthline already had a 20-year track record for creating applications to enable hospitals to more effectively manage supply chain inventory. So that brought all the value Healthline Solutions provides now under the Medsphere umbrella, which takes CareView into a unique space in healthcare IT. Obviously, this is three years ago, no sign of a pandemic at that point, but flash forward to a little more than a year later, the pandemic begins. Let's start there and tell me how the Healthline acquisition made an impact at the onset of the pandemic and the first taste of logistic issues in the medical supply chain. Sure. So we can start in the very beginning when we were acquired. It was one of the products that Medsphere was moving into a non-clinical environment. They had been um, expanding all of the electric uh, EHRs. They had moved into acquiring an ER-related software, physician onboarding. And we were definitely an outlier in their suite, but complementary because from a revenue supply management, from a strategic financial area, this is one of those sections of the healthcare industry that they were uh, needing to fill. So as we came on board, the process was really about expanding our, our product suite, uh, uh, fast-tracking our development to handle a lot of the metrics that are hard to collect, hard to analyze on a daily basis without some automation. As the pandemic began, what we saw initially was folks starting to go through the process of trying to figure out what is it that they needed. And mm. then it seemed to catapult rapidly into panic ordering, into trying to isolate items. And, and there were discoveries along the way, not necessarily about how they were collecting information, but what to do with the information, how to use and leverage the information, and more importantly, to begin to trust what they were seeing, a common core issue at times when you talk to a lot of the material managers out there, especially at their annual conferences, is the trust and validation of what they're collecting is genuine enough that they can rely on it. Um, and, and then it caused some complications in supply chain because our suppliers, the manufacturers found themselves without a capacity to continue with the demand that was immediately happening, happening at, at, at just a spur notice and it would cycle through the regions from one state to the next state to the next state and it started off primarily in the east coast as we all know now you know new york was that first hub but you could see the waves coming nationally and it was a matter of trying to make sure that there was product everywhere yeah i mean you laid out a couple of the challenges that hospitals faced during the first year that uh, your supply chain solution was available. So what, you know, when you had to face those challenges, uh, what would you say that you were able to solve for them or at least alleviate some of the burdens faced by healthcare logistics teams? So from our perspective, what we were doing for our customers was making sure that we could verify the information they were collecting on a daily basis in all their locations was 
up to date and valid. Second of all, we were able to give them additional pieces of information that maybe they were not accustomed to sourcing. So drilling down to specific niches of supplies, being able to find a category and, and for the pandemic, a lot of it was respiratory based, mm -hmm. trying to make sure that they had those numbers of what they needed, of the supplies, all the reference information so that when they started to go sourcing and sourcing took a different uh, direction for them. Primarily over the decades, as we automated ourselves and found better value through contracting and consolidating all our efforts, the bonus for us, the upside of it, was when you narrowed your channel and used any GPO uh, purchasing organization, a group purchasing organization, it's much like being a member to the big box uh, wholesalers where you have a club that you come into for your mm -hmm. membership fee. And as a result, they secure the volume so that you get the benefit of a lower cost. What they wound up having to do is source and do it by themselves at times while they were relying on their GPO to do it, which they were doing. There was only so many suppliers available to pick up the phones and call smaller locations, one-off manufacturers to try and find gloves, to try and find gowns. Everything that was needed during this pandemic, you wound up having to fall off the chain. Hmm. And what we were doing with them, uh, with our customers, was providing enough information so that they understood how quickly the spikes of certain supply uses just were, were occurring, where they were occurring throughout the organization, so that they could use those numbers to, if they needed to do smaller purchases on a consistent basis for the next 14 to 28 days, they had information to do so. And, you know, from an external standpoint, you just laid out challenges. How about internally? You know, there's so many different inventories located in disparate places from nursing stations, operating mm -hmm. rooms, and specialty departments. How have you seen Healthline working in conjunction with uh, the CareView EHR platform make a difference here? How, how does that help internally with all of these various departments carrying inventories? So what it allowed us to do is because part of our system is to define all of your locations. And there is a hierarchy of inventory with regards to our system so that they can say what is of a distribution level and what's a consumption level area in your organization. Plus, when you add the ability to have it scaled across multiple sites, some of our customers have a single facility setup, others have multiple hospitals, offsite surgery centers, clinics, medical offices as well. We can pull that information for them so that clinically speaking, as they see the acuity of care changes that occur in CareView, they can go to our product, Sensio, and start to deep dive in those specific locations, trying to find through a small filter, these particular supply items. And then most importantly, first off, find the locations in the organization that the system has that shows not a high usage that they can immediately pull and resupply those places that are getting just absolutely hit with patients hit with need while they're outside sourcing more product using again our system to look at the overall usage and its immediate increase to find that pattern to say this is exactly what I need because what you didn't want to find yourselves getting into and it was the case in the beginning at times um, you thought you were ordering just enough to keep going for the next order cycle and what came in wasn't even 
nearly enough was maybe even half of what you needed. Wow. Um, a little bit on that, you know, what other tools do your solutions offer to provide supply chain support? And I'm thinking uh, around reporting, because um, I think that, again, when we're looking at inventory levels, mm -hmm. uh, good reporting is going to help you see where you're falling short or where one area might have some of what you need and it can move it. So it, let's talk a little bit about the reporting aspect of your solutions. Sure. So one of the nice things about our system is the customer has a suite of reports that they can rely on. We built them based on what we feel are best practices within the industry because we've, I've been a part of the health line industry or company for 20 years. Uh, I was a customer prior to them. I bought the system into my hospital. What we do is we build them a level of information in a variety of ways to show them usages, to show them what's being issued out in various locations, even what's being consumed in all these locations, all with a chronology of, of reporting. But beyond that, we also build specific reports to meet their needs. And during this time, we were building uh, very much ad hoc reports and using our filtering methods to give them a very focused report that they could print, build on demand. And when I say print, I don't really don't mean paper. That's, that's a little dated, but that they could output it immediately and not have to wait for a process or a cycle. Anytime they needed it, they just simply hit a button and it, it, it just output it into file, into a PDF format. It gave them instantaneous information and we focused it by our customer so that they had exactly what they needed. And the reason why we did that is because Given the region at the time during the pandemic, some of our customers were not needing that instantaneous information. They'd already gone through a very much what we were calling surges of admissions, surges of positive test cases and needing treatment. And when they were on the downside of it, the reports looked different for us. We weren't trying to predict need. We were trying to offset what had been already bought, secured, for consumption purposes so that you didn't want to have a lot of expired items that you spent a lot of money on. And keep in mind, it's important to give them this information in our report services. During the pandemic, a lot of the elective surgeries, a lot of yeah. the stuff where you normally come in for the day and then you're discharged, those were being taken off the schedules for a lot of reasons. Some of it was availability of supplies. You didn't want to consume supplies in those areas simply because you needed them for the really serious cases, not that any surgery is not serious. Right. But with the pandemic, you want to make sure you have supply available for all your inpatient needs. So a lot of the outpatient surgeries were, were canceled, but it also took away for healthcare. That is a very revenue-rich opportunity. This is not where we make a ton of money, but without those services, most hospitals do not even break even. Absolutely. So you're trying to mitigate their costs. So the reports on the other end of the supply chain view for the pandemic, you're trying to make sure that they're not continuing to overorder, to oversupply themselves. So those reports looked much differently than on the beginning of a surge where you're trying to mitigate them running out so that they stay open, they stay functional, and you minimize the, the reuse that everybody heard about when we were talking about the, the N95 mask. I think everybody knows now what an N95 mask is constructed of and the protocol for that and how you can clean them and all those limits. But we were trying to make sure that they had enough supply to cover them every day. And as the supplies were coming in, the reporting to verify again, the ability to say, I am ordering exactly what I need. 
I'm sourcing it from how I need. And the consumption numbers that I'm seeing on my reports are validating everything I'm doing so that I'm not overburdening the financial health of the hospital as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so year two, right, of the pandemic, we experienced a tremendous amount of ebbs and flows. Uh, you know, we started off where we were getting vaccines and, you know, finally getting up to speed with that inventory supply. And mm -hmm. it looked like healthcare was maybe winding down a bit on the pandemic. Then we had the Delta variant hit a couple months later, Omicron. And while that was all going on, global supply chain issues uh, erupted. And it's kind of like the perfect storm of events to hit any supply chain. But in healthcare, you have to find a way to make it happen. And on top of that, you have to contend with multi-layers of, you know, COVID treatments, all the different vaccines. From a logistics standpoint, how did your system hold up? Uh, what were the wins? And were there takeaways for improvements that you've been able to go back and work on to make your system even better? So there's three different routes in, in, in what you're asking. So the first route is when it started to peak again and there were variants on the rise, people were more informed. They had mm -hmm. gone through the drill the first time, which was already stressful. When it split out into two variants, we had Delta, then Omicron was coming on the scene. Everybody was enough, uh, let's say, well-versed. They were efficient enough to know what to do. We had built the structure of information. We had gone through the validation process. So from a sourcing perspective, the main issue we were dealing with was suddenly becoming outside the system. We knew our numbers. We knew our metrics. Trying to get raw materials, trying to get the manufacturing that was already at peak, trying to get those other items resolved outside of the system became the issue. And because of the infection rates, trying to have people not get sick, um, to be available to do their jobs. <laughs> this became the challenge and it became a different challenge. We knew our numbers, we knew our information, we knew where to go, but can we do it in the areas that are outside of the system? And the answer became yes and no. And here's why. Yes, we can, because we already knew the numbers and by forecasting good methods, good vendor relationships, not just with our main vendors, our GPOs, our main manufacturers and distributors, but now because of how they had to go and source through the internet, which is a great tool back, not to sound that dated, but back in my day, we had a phone book and we had a lot of <laughs> local suppliers, which was great because they were taking care of the physician offices. You had a relationship with these folks with a very small stream of items, but you had a relationship so that in times like this, you could rely on them. I went through a period of glove shortages back in the late eighties. Oh, well, everybody did nationally um, because there was a, a large glove supply shortage. We found folks that became partners for years after that. So as the wave came around, we had the metrics to know, I can see the wave. I know how to adjust. We already have the order cycle in place. They already secured agreements with vendors that were tiered level agreements that were already pre-ordered agreements. So it was a matter of logistically getting them on the trucks and getting them into the facilities which became a different issue because some of our customers decided maybe it's best to expand my storage services and they had to build. Well, how much do I need to cover a wave after a wave after a wave? And then we go back to the reports, we go back to utilizing the systems to say, 
all right, if I were going to build this many square feet, how much can I store? Is it matching the data that I need? Because, and keep in mind, anybody that's in healthcare that's watching this will agree. In most cases, you can say I'm building a storage for medical supplies only, and inevitably it winds up being equipment, sometimes <laughs> medical records and everything else. So the square footage minimizes and you have to rely on the reporting. And that's where we came through again, as that wave came in, we gave them quicker information because we didn't have to construct reports from scratch. They were already focused for the next wave. And all we were doing is validating for this wave and this care need is the supply strata we were using for our filter process relevant, pertinent, and material for this wave as opposed to the prior. And we found out in most cases they were. Now the QD care changed, the inpatient long-term changed because newer solutions were coming out, medically speaking, from a pharmacological standpoint that were helping the folks out. So as a result, were we using as much respiratory supplies as we were in the first wave? No. Are we still using and needing the PPE requirements to continue the care? Yes. So we knew that by the reports. We knew that as the wave occurred by looking at the reports in a post usage uh, determination. And we continue to support them in that manner. Leonard, we're winding down on our time for this discussion. Mm -hmm. But as we begin year three of this pandemic uh, and logistics and the supply that would chain. Be, uh, 3.0 now. I know. Yes. I know. I, you know, three years ago, there was, you know, two years ago when this first started happening, there was no way we could predict it that it was still going to be um, in the boat we're in. But logistics and supply chain issues, there's still an ongoing concern. All industries um, estimates are that that's going to be the case for most of this year, uh, but with our focus on healthcare being a priority, what do you see as the key takeaways or what should healthcare logistics folks be focused on, concerned about, and keeping top of mind uh, mm -hmm. for the remainder of 2022? So I think a lot of the post-mortem review that I've read, that I've been a part of and have seen, has relied solely and strictly about the criticality of good vendor relationships. And I, I can't stress that enough. We had good supplier vendor relationships and the industry still does to this day. We, I'll say it this way, we became more focused on how to narrow the chain to reduce the cost. None of that is bad. We forgot the lost art, the nuance of contracting, of tier level requirements, of basically then it's not a compromise of working together jointly, the manufacturers and distributors with healthcare. It's in essence, opening books on both sides to say, I'm going to do a, a true partnership, not just in the system, not just in the numbers, but we're gonna rely on each other as we do this. If you're going to bring value to me beyond cost, and I need to also come up with the solution that provides joint risk, joint benefit as we go down the road, the criticality of that vendor relationship now goes beyond sourcing. It's saying, okay, for the next level, because we now know how damaging a pandemic can be in the manufacturing side of medical supplies, as well as from the logistics standpoint, it's not, under, not enough to say, I built it, I have it ready to go, they're on pallets. The transportation, the trucking industry, they were such a lifeline to be able to get the supplies, to get the equipment to us, that we also have to make reach out and expand 
all of that partnership to ensure that we're good to go. How does that work with us? It all goes back to that data. If we know that our data is good and we trust that the information we're collecting is as finite as correct as possible, then we can share that information with our suppliers. We can work out the logistics of getting things where we need to get to them. And then again, going back to reports, going back to data and comparing between the systems, much like using CareView and Sensio to say, oh, let's look at the acuity of care and how did it relate to the supply utilization? Marry those two together. So as we start to see an onboarding of inpatient that's going in a certain direction, we can rely on the information next to say, here's my predictive value of what I'm going to need. Let me reach out to my new established relationship with my vendor and have them come through for us in the same token that we're ready to commit to them. And what you're seeing a lot now is some contracts being redone to do just that very thing so that the supplier doesn't feel like they're taking all of the burden, all of the liability. And in the same token, the, the, the hospitals, the health systems themselves are also understanding now it cannot just simply be drive down costs, drive down costs, drive down costs. It's about making sure that beyond that, we have what we need when we need it and wherever we need it so that we're ready to respond. And it's a partnership that goes beyond just the healthcare organizations and the suppliers. What we've seen now as a, as a result of this is state level, federal level, local level at the counties, everybody has skin in this game, so to speak. They all have to make sure that everything's covered and ready to go and to help out where needed. Yep, it's team effort. If someone watching this show today wants to learn more about Healthline, CareView, and any of MedSphere's solutions, what's the best starting point? Where should they go for more information? Well, um, the best place to start off with is our website. You will find a library of information. There are white papers there. There are podcasts there. More importantly, there are just a litany of different pieces of information and tons and tons of contact information for where you want to start with any of our contact folks. Um, in most cases, and for Healthline, my the supply chain side of Medsphere, when we do customer demos, I'm usually involved with the sales folks as we go through the process so that we can answer their, in, their, their questions, their information needs as we go through the process. They're not very difficult. They're not laborious. Um, most times these potential customers come to us with a list of things that they want to know or see. And these days it is pandemic driven on what they want to see. They want to see ease of use because again, going back to the, 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 the philosophy for Healthline, I want to reduce the number of steps it takes to do your job so that you can take care of the patient. No truer time has this been needed than for the pandemic. But starting by our website and looking at all of the products because we continue to grow and, and we will continue to grow. We've done um, our part to assist all our customers and in the process uh, still expanded our suite of products and our staff. And uh, I don't see that diminishing at all this year or next year. So I would start with metsphere.com, find out what the product is for you and reach out to our sales folks to schedule a meeting, uh, evaluation, a demonstration of any of the products. Medfair.com. Very good. Leonard Gutierrez, Project Manager at Healthline Solutions, part of Medsphere Systems Corporation. Thank you so much for taking time today to share your insights. I really appreciate it. Thank you, James. Been great. 
And thank you for tuning in to Full Circle Healthcare, brought to you by MedSphere. Check out additional episodes on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast content. I'm James Kent, and we'll be back before you know it with more great information and another great episode. Thanks for watching, and let's talk again soon.